welcome back to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Yummy. Let's go. Welcome, you're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hey guys, I'm so glad to be back with this week's The Good, The Bad, and The Yummy. This is a weekly feature where I share one thing I'm loving, one thing I'm not, and a super, super simple clean eating recipe. Let's jump in. Okay, you know I love to start these shows with a moment of gratitude. I have so many thank yous to offer. Let me blow this out really quickly, even though it's super important. Angela Kay, she left a long five-star review in iTunes with some great detail talking about what she loves about the show so that other people who are looking into it can check it out, see what that's about. Angela, thank you so much for that. And Michelle, you did the same thing. You are so sweet. Savo1234, that's your iTunes handle. I don't know what your name is, but you and Carib72 and MBZ77, you guys took five minutes out of your life to figure out how on earth to leave a review in iTunes, which is such a pain. And I appreciate you so much. You guys know I read every one. I want to give some more love to some people who are sharing the show with their friends and their peers. You guys, this is how we spread the word. So to those of you just collectively, those of you who are sharing your favorite episode on Facebook, I can't thank you enough. Those of you who are screenshotting your favorite episode and sharing it in Instagram and tagging me, I love it. It makes me so, so happy. You guys are the bomb. And I want to give a special shout out, particularly to Kareem Jamal over in the UK, who shares the show all the time. Man, you are awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that and to spread the good word. I appreciate you guys so much. Now, a fun story. I went to an event for some friends of mine. You remember Debbie Wilkins-Bysden from one of our first five episodes. She was the mom of four young boys who lost her husband and talks about her wellness journey and her journey back from that experience. Well, she and another buddy of mine, Emily, have a business and they actually sell BCAAs that is their own brand. And I've shared that with you a couple of times. I'll link to that in the show notes. It's one of my favorite brands and they were launching a new flavor. So I went to their event and bumped into a couple of people who I didn't know. And so I just wanted to say hey to Emily who uh, listens to the show and chats with us on Instagram. Emily, it was such a pleasure to meet you. This is a different Emily than the one who is a part of Project Mom Sanity. Emily M, it was such a pleasure to meet you in person. That's always fun to meet people off the air and face to face. So in that vein, I'll be doing more meetups coming up after the summer. Definitely doing a meetup in New York, probably in October. Really trying to do a meetup in the DC area. And I had such a good time at the London meetup. I will definitely let you guys know when I'll be back. Other cities on my list include Chicago. I cannot wait to get there and hopefully one more in California this year. And that's just this year, you guys. I am really interested in doing some more structured events live with you guys in 2018. So stick around for more about that. 
Okay, two more quick updates. One is I want you to know about a topic that's coming up on the show really soon, while it is still summer, at least where I live. And that is the topic of sunscreen. Now, we have talked about sunscreen before. I've gotten fairly riled up about it. You know how I feel about these big box brands and the super, super toxic chemicals that are sold in these mass market brands, and it make me crazy. So my assistant was like, she's fabulous. Her name's Rachel. You'll meet her soon. She, she said why don't we ask for some samples from companies who aren't toxic sludge? And I was like, you're a genius. And so we did, we reached out to some companies and we said, if you make non-toxic, fairly natural or something that won't kill you kind of sunscreen, would you please share it with us? And we will try it out and share it with people. We are getting product in left and right. We're going to test it and we're going to share that with you. So we will share some brands with you. Some of them are more niche brands and others are widely available, easy to get. And I cannot wait to share that list with you that's coming up really really soon so if you have a fave jump on instagram or facebook or on email and let me know your favorite brand so that i can feature them in that show that's coming up really really soon secondly we're doing the same thing for natural toxin free makeup so i'm about to share with you really soon it's actually a lot of work (laughs) but trying to share with you a list of reputable brands and again niche brands and easily accessible brands for toxic free but effective or I guess, I don't know, makeup that doesn't disintegrate after two hours is what I'm trying to say. So I'm super pumped about it. And you guys, some of these companies are amazing and they're just sending all these products and we're going to try them. And right now I wish I could just have you all over guys included and play with the makeup. All right, guys, you can just watch, but you know what I'm saying? Like I've got all this stuff that these companies are delivering and I wish I could have a big slumber party and we could all play with it. But instead, Rachel and I will do that. And then we'll share some of our favorite brands with you on the air and give you a list of that really soon. Do jump on my mailing list. If you're not on there already, it's so easy. You go to onairwithella.com and some pop-up will harass you for your email address. And once you give it, you're on the email list and you will get the PDFs uh, for both of those shows. I'm actually going to send those out to people, the list of sunscreens that we tried and the list of makeup brands that we tried. So check those out. That's all forthcoming really, really soon. How about we jump into some good, some bad, and some yummy. Okay, this week's The Good is near and dear to my heart. It's something that I use every single day and I'm in love with it. And it's all started back with episode 068, sometime in 2016 when I had Nadine Artemis on the show. And Nadine talked to us about taking care of our skin naturally. She's the first person that ever taught me that we our skin is actually has a microbiome. And I might be saying, I might be expressing that wrong. It might be that our skin is a microbiome, but basically all the things that we're learning about the gut, so many of them are applicable to our skin as well. And so she talked about how when we use toxic products on our skin and in our mouths, which she talked more about in a later episode, we're just annihilating all the natural goodness of that microbiome. And she gave us so many tips and tricks and I could just go on and on and on. But instead, I'll link to both of the shows that we did with her because they're really, really great and they're great for sharing. And I'll link to those in the show notes. But when I did that show with her, I was introduced to her product, of course, and one of them I'm just obsessed with still to this day, and that is called Best Skin Ever. Clever, isn't it? And I started Best Skin Ever when I did that interview, as I said, with Nadine in 2016, and I was hooked. So it's something that I use every 
single day of my life and I recently ran out and I rebought some more. It lasts forever. It's kind of pricey, but it lasts for a really, really long time because you just use a couple of drops and I mean, everyone's skin is just a little bit different, but the people that I've recommended this to have uh, everything from sort of acne-prone skin to dry skin, and they've all loved it and loved me for recommending it. So I want you to love it and love me for recommending it. So check it out. It's C. Buckthorn, best skin ever. It's available at Living Libations, and I think I even have a coupon code. So I will check into that and post it in the show notes with the links to that if that is of interest to you. I recently posted on Instagram my entire skincare regimen and it was a bottle of best skin ever, a jar of coconut oil, and then another uh, coconut oil-based moisturizer that I like. And, and guys, that's literally it. So when you look at a bottle of this and you're like, well, that's kind of spendy, just compare it to maybe the three other products that you know you might be tempted to use otherwise. For me, I threw everything out and I literally use coconut oil, this best skin ever product, and then one other uh, kind of heavy-duty moisturizer. So anyway, I know everybody has their thing and everybody loves their skincare that they love and some of you even sell it and I respect you but since this is something that I use every day and I recently had to re-up I was like I need to share this with my people because we talk about a lot of different things on this show and I just thought it might be of interest in some cases where there's something that really sticks with me and I still use it and I still love it and it wasn't just something that I was excited about in the moment so in this case that is best skin ever by living libations I think I have a coupon code, so I'll post that in the show notes with this episode. Okay, the bad. This time we're not picking on anybody. The bad is something that I want you to know about that I really didn't know about, and that is some of the things that can go wrong with nuts. So yeah, we're talking about nuts. Now, nuts aren't bad, settle down, and... (laughs) But there are a couple sort of, I don't know, a couple of factors that I only recently was really made aware of or remained in denial about um, until recently. And I just thought they'd be useful to share with you. It's all actually one umbrella issue and that issue is mold. First of all, you've probably heard maybe possibly that you really should store nuts in the fridge or even the freezer if you're not going to consume them in a short time. But I'm not sure if it's clear why. The reason is because they are prone to mold. So some people say it's fine. If you're just going to keep them for about three months, then you can store them in the pantry. No big deal. Other people say if you're going to store them at all, go ahead and stick them in a jar in the fridge. And then if you're going to store them for months at a time, stick them in the freezer. So that's baby tip number one, okay? So to prevent the rapid spoilage or the sneaky molding of nuts that you might not have even known occurs, because it's not like it shows up, you don't don't see it, but these are the mycotoxins that can really disrupt your gut health. And just in general, it's not stuff you want to be ingesting. So little baby tip number one is store your nuts in the fridge or the freezer in an airtight container. I, in the fridge, I keep the nuts that I consume regularly, including shredded coconut in airtight jars. And then if I have bags, if I buy in bulk, I just wrap that bag up and stick it in the freezer. This is especially useful if you are buying pecans or peanuts or walnuts. Those are actually more prone to spoiling than cashews and almonds. And raw nuts spoil faster than the roasted ones. And frankly, it's better for you to stick with the raw and roast them yourself so you're not getting any funky oils. So keep those guys in the fridge or the freezer. 
Okay, but this leads us to point number two. Nuts are pretty hard to digest. So if you are struggling with any digestive issues and you know nuts are a healthy source of fats and to a certain amount protein to a certain level, depending on the type of nut that you're consuming, pay attention to the quantity. I am finding personally that I consume far, far more nuts than I probably should just because they're an ingredient in so many of the things that I eat. And then I will hit nut butter like an addict and then... (laughs) I might, you know, actually just have some straight up macadamia nuts or something as a snack. So I am starting to pay attention and reduce my sort of daily nut consumption, if you will. And I'm finding that I have a much better day when that is the case. So they're easy to overeat. Um, Not from a caloric density point of view. I mean, they are, that's for sure. And they're not super satiating because they don't have an enormous amount of fiber and they have no moisture whatsoever. So they don't really have a filling effect, you know, unless you eat them by the metric ton, which I can actually speak to you, as you know, they're super, super easy to overeat and think about it in nature. You know, they're in a shell, like they were hard to get. (laughs) People would eat a few at a time because they had to work pretty hard to get one. But now of course, in with modern day conveniences, it's super, super easy to eat a pound at a time. So just pay attention to the quantity because it can be pretty tough on the digestive system. Now let's tie all these concepts together and talk about how the mold might be affecting you and what you can do about it. So this sneaky mold is not like you go to open your jar of almonds and it has green fuzz on it. That's not what I mean at all. I mean, they are prone to mycotoxins, which are not something you're going to readily see. It's like how coffee beans can mold and you don't even realize it. Well, nuts are the same way, which makes sense. And it is not something that is visible to the eye, but something that you should be aware of. So that is why you hear people talking about why it's important to soak your nuts and seeds before you consume them. Now, insert eye roll here, because I don't know about you, but the idea of soaking and dehydrating my nuts before I consume them, it's just exhausting. It's like, when am I getting to that? Like, put that on my calendar. How is that happening? And when I started to read about this, just because I was looking into it from the digestion point of view, you know, the digestive health thing that I just talked about, When I came at this issue from that point of view, my eyes were opened as to why it's actually pretty important to soak your nuts. (sighs) Heavy sigh. Okay, when you soak your nuts in advance, it really helps enormously by reducing the presence of those mycotoxins that I mentioned. It soothes digestion issues and it can increase the nutrient absorption of the nuts. So according to some immunologists, many people who think they're allergic to nuts actually aren't. It is the mold that's bothering them. Okay. You can be tested for this by your doctor. I am not her or she or her. I don't know. But in any case, some people are deathly allergic to nuts. True fact. Some people think they are and they are not. It is the mold that is causing their reaction. I thought that was so interesting. So as it turns out, soaking and drying your nuts and seeds is extremely helpful to prevent the future growth of fungi and mold as you keep them, and also for getting rid of that sort of initial threat of mold in the first place. 
And there's more to this story. Nuts are really high in phytic acid compared to other foods, relative to other foods. So like grains, raw nuts and raw seeds contain moderate levels of phytic acid and enzyme inhibitors, okay? Those are necessary for the plant to grow and protect the nut or the seed until the proper growing conditions are present. And it does all this great stuff biologically, okay? But it's not great for humans in large quantities. So the enzyme inhibitors and the phytic acid can actually bind to nutrients in the body and become an anti-nutrient. They can actually create nutrient deficiencies and digestive system irritation that I mentioned before. This is not meant to be alarmist in any way. Phytic acid is not necessarily bad. It's just in high doses. If you're overeating this stuff, it can actually start to impact you. So I really think I was eating too many. And so I did the soaking and the drying. I was super grumpy about feeling like I have to do this anytime I want to eat a nut or a seed. And then it turns out it's really stupid easy. All you have to do is put the nuts or the seeds in a bowl. Do one type of nut or seed at a time or in its own bowl. Warm water and salt. That's all you need, okay? The warm water and the salt help increase the bioavailability of many of the nutrients, especially the B vitamins, when you actually consume the nut. And the salt, the salt helps activate enzymes that deactivate the enzyme inhibitors present in nuts. So salt and water, I will simply drain them, put them on a cookie sheet and stick them in the oven on warm. You know, I'm not cooking them. I'm just putting them on warm to dehydrate them and voila, when they are bone dry, I put them in a jar and I put them in the fridge. And now I have super gut friendly, appropriate amounts of nuts and seeds. And I am less tempted to just open the bag from the pantry and start munching. That is something I'm working on doing. I don't do it all the time, but I've started doing it with especially the seeds that I use in my cooking. Frankly, I think it's doing a body good. It's just much easier to digest and it wasn't that hard. <laughs> okay, so I hope that's useful. I know that a lot of you have heard to soak your nuts and seeds before you consume them, but, but maybe you didn't really fully understand why. So I wanted to share some of the reasons with you and some of the risks, if you will, of consuming too many raw nuts just straight out of the bag. So hopefully that's helpful. I definitely learned something. Okay, let's move on to a fun yummy. I just made this the other night and again, I thought of you. I was like, I need to share this with people because I have sad, sad news for the world. We're talking a lot about my digestive system on this, the good, the bad, and the yummy. But the truth is, I know this affects a lot more people. And that is that I love me some hummus. I love it. And I don't necessarily necessarily feel amazing after I've eaten large quantities of it. I don't know how to actually eat small quantities of hummus, so that's a thing. But anyway, store-bought hummus is an issue because they often use cheap refined oils in their production. And when I say often, I mean 100% of the time because I cannot find, and let me know if I'm wrong, I cannot find a hummus for sale that is not using some kind of nasty vegetable oil, canola oil, safflower oil, the list goes on. You know how I feel about the oils. Okay. I also 
am reacting, I'm sure, to the garbanzo bean, also known as the chickpea. I love it, but it does not love me back. So here's what I do. I've hacked it, and it's based on a recipe from Kimberly Snyder, and Kimberly Snyder has been on the show before. One of her books, she has a series of beauty detox books, and one of them had recipes in it that I still use probably every single week. And one of them is this raw chickpea-less hummus recipe, and it used zucchini instead of chickpea. So I thought that sounded weird when I first tried it, and it's amazing, and I love it, and it's super, super easy, and it meets our criteria of being stupid easy, okay? So are you ready for this? It's just, I use organic zucchini because zucchini, conventional zucchini are heavily, heavily sprayed, so that's on my list of must-buy organic, but zucchinis are great because when they are in season, man, you can get them at a farmer's market, even the grocery store, and they're not very expensive at all. So let's start with a couple of organic zucchinis, all right? And I chop, I rough chop them. I don't do anything fancy. And then three fourths of a cup of tahini. You take two tablespoons of nutritional yeast. I'll link to the brand that I like, but that's super easy to get now too. Some lemon juice, fresh lemon juice, and then two or three cloves of garlic. All right. And as always, a dash of Himalayan salt or sea salt or some kind of yummy mineral rich salt. All right. Here are the instructions. You're going to want to write this down. So grab a pen, pull out your phone. Go to the notepad and write this down, okay? Blend everything. Press blend. Dump it in the blender. Press blend. Pour it out. Got it? Did you get that? Go back and listen to it again if you need those complicated instructions. You know I don't like to cook. I like to assemble. This fully qualifies. And the result is a nice dip that'll serve as a dip or a spread or anything you want to do or would normally do with hummus. We love it. And again, all credit to Kimberly Snyder for giving us this chickpea-less option. All right, that's it for this week's rapid fire, the good, the bad, and the yummy. As always, I want to hear from you. So did you try something that we talked about on this show or another good, bad, and yummy show? Or do you have a recipe for me that you want me to consider for the yummy? I would love to hear from you. The criteria, as always, are that it has to be five ingredients or fewer we won't count salt and pepper, and it has to be just crazy easy to make, okay? Easy, easy, peasy, peasy. That's how we like it. So send me your recipe suggestions, and just maybe you'll be hearing about it on the good, the bad, and the yummy next week. All right, guys, go have a great day. Thanks for sharing the show. It means everything to me and just creates a lot of love and a lot of good vibes. Thanks for getting the word out. I appreciate you so much. Go make today amazing. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. Don't forget to join our Facebook page and thanks for those phenomenal reviews in iTunes. Every great review helps and we read every one. Thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.